0: Should people under the age of 18 be allowed to go through gender reassignment surgery? Irreversible. Well, Danielle Smith, the Supreme of Alberta, said no. New Brunswick said no. A lot of people are saying, including the federal government, say, oh, that's so cruel. Please subscribe. Please support us with PayPal. And listen to Adam Zevo, who is a journalist, columnist with a post media. And you've done a lot of work into this and with the federal government coming out and saying, This is endangering young people. I would make the argument it's endangering young people to have surgery before the age of 18.
1: Well, I think that most people would agree that having sex reassignment surgery under the age of 18 is inappropriate, and in fact... Well, why, many,
0: no, if most people agree, then why are people out there saying this is wrong?
1: Well, I mean, bottom surgery is actually already banned for people who are under 18, so the new rules are actually redundant in that sense. Top surgery affects a small number of people, uh, but it's good that we're banning it now, and I think that's, that's not the main thing that people have contentions with. The main thing that people are concerned about are policies on hormones. Okay, explain that to me. Well, so the question is, is it ethical to provide a youth who identifies as transgender uh, gender like puberty blockers or cross-sex hormones? I personally think that in most cases, it's not ethical. At the same time, some people who are trans will say that, well, if you give these puberty blockers when they're young, it'll uh, make it easier for them to pass when they're adults, which then f- protects them from ridicule because they don't look like the gender that they identify as.
0: Adam, do you know whether you're trans you know, when you're... 13 years of age, because I know lots of kids, and kids of all ages, you know, they're kids. They don't know what's
1: going on. They change their mind. Well, there's two distinct classes of kids who identify as trans. So historically speaking, people who have self-identified as trans have had gender dysphoria since they were three or four years old. right? And they haven't had a lot of other mental health issues. But starting about 15 years ago, you saw this new cohort of transgender identifying kids who started to identify very suddenly at the age of 13 or 14, had serious other conditions like, let's say, uh, or BPD and they were just really unwell and no one explored why they were identifying as trans and whether are other issues factored into it.
0: But is that permanent? You're saying if, they have, if they're autistic and they're they identifying as trans, I mean, that may change. You know, if you're doing that
1: 13, 13 is barely puberty. Well, that may change, and that's why I think it's important to have a lot of oversight here, and we don't have that oversight. Uh, However, there is a small part of the population which may be authentically trans, and I think that for those cases it may be okay, but we have to be really careful about this, and I think that Danielle Smith's policies are putting a level of care that we don't normally see, which I generally support.
0: And yet doctors get into this, Tavistock in Britain was going on for years and years now has been shut down because they, the doctors were getting in there and they were just taking everybody came in the door and changing their sex.
1: Well, yeah, and I think that many journalists and politicians in Canada are unaware of the scandals that we've seen in Europe and in the UK specifically, where we've seen youth falsely identify as trans in response to trauma, so they don't understand that we need to protect this population.
0: Absolutely, protecting the population. That's what it's all about and uh, educating. So Adam, thank you very much. Great columns in the post, three minutes. This show provides independent analysis of the issues. We are not paid by the government. And as I am finding, so much business in Canada relies upon various governments that they don't want to sponsor or advertise on a show which may become controversial, which talks about liberty, freedoms, sometimes criticism of government. I've had guests on that support the government. But people are saying, you know what? We don't want to bite the hand that feeds us, i.e. government, which is why I hope you'll subscribe and contribute to keep this show on the air.